my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. So today's episode is a special episode because it is the first episode of Black Girls Heal that is specifically targeting and for other helping healers, other healing professionals, whether or not you are a counselor, a coach, a caseworker, a social worker, a therapist, a doctor, a family nurse practitioner, a Reiki teacher, a spiritual teacher, a um, naturopath, an acupuncturist, a massage therapist, anyone who is in the healing space where what you do is you help enhance and transform the lives of other people, this episode is for you. And this also this episode is also for anybody who has a heart to heal, even if it's not part of what you do for a living um, and what you do in your nine to five. And so what I hope to do through these healing mentorship episodes is to help speak to the unique issues that happens when you are not only healing yourself, but you're also helping other women transform other people, people of all genders, nationalities, um, ages, transform their lives and uh, what it looks like to stay healthy, to stay balanced and also stay connected to those you serve. These are all the principles that I am guided by. And when I was thinking about how I'm going to really, really, or how I want to really focus on helping healers heal while they're healing other people, it came down to, I want to make sure that I focus on three concepts, your beliefs, your business, and also your boundaries. And so we're going to talk about that in this episode. Uh, we're going to talk specifically about three things for you to keep in mind or the three beliefs for healers to keep in mind this episode um, to help you stay balanced. Uh, your, how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your, your worth and how you feel about your capability and whether or not you feel like you belong is so, so important. And I feel like there are so many people who get into the healing space because they're trying to process their own trauma. And if, if I help other people feel better, then it, hoping that it resolves something within you. And sometimes people are aware of that and sometimes they're not. And sometimes people who are aware of it and they're doing their own work, what happens in business is it still brings up the insecurities that are unhealed, uh, the things that are your your shadow work. And so it's important to really focus on that so that you can show up to be your best self for the people that you support and love. So for those of you who are like, I'm not a healer and I'm not quite sure if I even want to listen to this. I know some of y'all are going to be like, I'm down. Whatever she got, I know. <laughs> I know I'm going to get something from it. So that's great. Stay here if that's you. If you're like, uh, I, I, I really don't care. Um, for this month, this month and next month, I am most likely going to be doubling up episodes um, most weeks, if not 
um, all the weeks, but for sure most weeks, uh, because we are launching our Healer Mastermind. So a, a, a program where I am going to take a deep dive with healers to help you heal and improve your self-belief, uh, improve and, and grow your business, and also make sure that you're maintaining boundaries with your clients and healthy boundaries within yourself and how you show up and how you find balance and also healthy boundaries with the people that you serve, okay? But today, like I said, we're going to focus on belief. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about those three things. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Okay, so I have a question for you. On a scale of zero to five, where zero is, I don't think about it at all, and five is, I'm fully connected, how on top of your hormone health are you? If you said zero to one, it is time to build that connection. Your hormones and your cycle are central to your overall functioning and regulating your body will completely transform your mental, emotional, and physical health. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. And even though it helps for more than just menopause, Hormone Harmony is great for any horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like hot flashes and night sweats, raising thoughts, low mood, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, bloating and gas, lower sexual desire. Hormone Harmony can help with all of those things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BGH at checkout. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Okay, so like I said in the intro, our beliefs and how we feel about ourselves are going to show up in our work. They're going to show up even even if you're the type of healer, because obviously I the way that I help women heal is a hybrid between I'm teaching you concepts from things that have already been proven to work, what I've done with other clients. I'm speaking to you as an expert, um, as someone who's trained, as someone who's a professional, but I also talk with you. And it was a very intentional decision that I had from the beginning of my work and from the beginning of me doing my platform that I felt more comfortable talking with people versus at people. And even if you are someone who, for you, the way your personal boundaries work and how you feel the most competent, whether or not it's how you're trained, your own personal beliefs or helps you feel safe and secure is for you to have a little bit more of that wall and a little bit more of that uh, detachment in that way, still warm, still open, but a little bit more detached your insecurities, whether or not you feel like you belong, whether or not you feel like you're doing a good job is going to show up in the things that you say and do with your clients. It's going to show up in how you run your business. Um, it's going to show up in the ways that you may sabotage yourself and the risks you take and the risks you don't take, um, how you may undersell yourself, uh, how you may wait to actually go out and help people in the way that God has called you to. All of that is going to be influenced by your beliefs. Right. And so that's why it is so important that we don't just skip and say, "Okay, I want to help people and I want to do this for a living. So let me go and find just a business coach to help me, because all of that mindset stuff will come up. 
it will absolutely come up and how you execute what you execute, how you handle failures, how you handle setbacks, how you handle the ups and downs of of what business can and does look like in all in all spaces. Um, whether or not you take L's personally, especially with us as healers, you know, sometimes we can over personalize whether or not someone makes progress or not and make it all about us when they have their own life, they have their own um, belief systems, they have their own mindsets and roadblocks. And yeah, even if you're there to help them, they still have to make the decision to, to take the next step. And so all of that comes into play. And even ego and comparison, you know, it is so easy in this day and age to look at colleagues in your space and sometimes be inspired and sometimes be envious to feel small in comparison to them, to feel as if you are too far behind, to feel as if you need to beat them, or maybe maybe you are killing it in whatever space you're in and you need to stay number one and top dog to feel better, right? That is all self-belief stuff. That's all insecurity. It's all the ways that our unresolved stuff will still show up and pop its little head up, okay? And we want to make sure that we are always coming from a place of wholeness, of confidence, of fulfillment, because no matter what it is that you're doing, whether or not you work with crystals, somatic experiencing, whether or not you work in a doctor's office, um, whether or not you work on the couch across from a chair and you're talking with people about their feelings, whether or not you're an online healer like I am in some capacity, you want to make sure that you are coming from a healthy place because people will be able to feel that energy. And if your trauma is set up like mine is set up, even if other people don't feel it, you may be someone who's prone to be in your head and you'll make up stories about what you think people feel. And so you become your biggest critic, which will set you back, right? Everybody else thinks that you're wonderful, but if you, if one of your core negative beliefs is that you're not enough, that you're lacking, that you have to earn to prove that you are worthy in some capacity, you're always going to be running that race. Okay. So one of the first things that I want to tell you as healers, um, in whatever aspect, again, religious or whatever, is you don't have to be perfect. And I know we hear that, And I know we say that to our clients all the time, but how much do we actually believe it? How much do we actually believe that it's okay for us to show up flawed and perfect? That it's okay for us to be helping people truly transform their lives, even though what's going on at home may be a little out of sorts right now. Maybe we are going through our dark night of the soul if we are a spiritual or religious healer, right? And we are trying to help other people find their clarity and find their peace. Maybe we are a teacher who is working on organization at home. Maybe we are a healthcare provider in some way and we are battling a sugar addiction or some kind of other eating disorder. You know, like all of these things, all of these secret things that either we think discredits us and prohibits us from moving forward are usually the exact things that are our superpowers. So the perfectionist in us can feel like people want to have a godlike person who has never made a mistake and does everything right and and that they can aspire to, right? And whatever your field of choice is. But really what people need is another human. They need another human that's going to meet them with grace 
and understanding that's going to meet them with tenderness, but also insight and knowledge. And you are in such a lucky place by being a human being because the, the gag is, ain't nobody perfect. Every single one of our mentors, every single one of the people that we hold in high esteems, they all have their insecurities. They all have their flaws. They all have their things that are going on. So if you're aspiring to try to be perfect and then your thought is, okay, I'm going to be the first one who's perfect, challenge accepted. (laughs) You said nobody's perfect. Watch me. Girl, please, 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 please. What if we switch the focus from you running this race, running yourself ragged, trying to outrun your flesh, trying to outrun your your mind, trying to outrun your hormones. Girl, biologically, you're going to have days that are lower than others, period. You know, like there's, it's just in, it's impossible to be on top of the world every single day, just biologically, in, including for my manifest girlies, you know, and what if instead of you trying to run the race with more effort, more pain, more hustle, more strife, more stress on your body, what if we hit those same fears and insecurities with self-compassion, with grace, with acceptance, with self-ownership, with the same tenderness and kindness and self-love that we wish other people would have given us? But going back to... um the point of number one versus one of the sub points of number one, which is you don't have to be perfect and that this is your, your superpower. You know, when we have these types of flaws, when we have these gap areas, even in, even in our areas of expertise, I think it helps us become even better healers because we're able to see from personal experience what it looks like to be in the pain and in the depth that our clients are in. We understand what it feels to be lost. We understand what it feels to be broken. We understand what it feels like to feel hopeless and to be so frustrated to continue to go through whatever this issue is when logically we should know better and we should be able to do better. And uh, your client has most likely gone to five other different people who met him, her, them with shame, with criticism, with judgment on how they just can't get right. And you just got to be more focused and you just got to buckle down and you just got to, you just got to, you just got to. And if it was that easy, it would have been done by now. And so you have the opportunity through your humanity, through your humanness to meet that person with expertise, but also with grace, patience, and understanding. And what I have found more often than not is what helps people move forward is not a whip, which is not shaming them, which is not criticism, but with talking to that inner little girl, inner little person part of them that feels bad, that feels embarrassed, that feels not good enough, and letting her, them, him know that they are still worthy and that it's not too late and that they are still seen and they can do this and you believe in them. That's what helps people feel motivated to move forward. But you you don't have that until you actually get in touch with and you understand and you love that human part of yourself. And there's a difference between, and, and, and you may know this, and in case you don't, I'll, I'll say it for you. There is a difference between understanding and loving and having grace for yourself and practicing self-acceptance and self-love and practicing complacency. We don't preach, oh, well, this is how I am. I guess I should stay here, right? If, if it is possible for you to move forward and grow and heal this 
thorn in your side, then then we do that. But in the meantime, I don't wait to give myself love. I don't wait to feel as if I'm capable and I'm deserving to be in this space until I become 100% perfect. That we'll be waiting, y'all. We'll be waiting until we're no longer here. And depending on what your <laughs> what your belief system is, if we're no longer here, then you are in heaven and well, too late. And another belief system is you believe in past lives, whether you got to start it all over again. And that's good luck to the to the next life and the next people that you meet, you know, going forward, that the roadblock doesn't keep happening and you have to keep you got to keep living the same problem over and over again. Right. Let's let's break the pattern now. okay? and let me just say, because I mentioned perfectionist earlier. Because sometimes we can project our own insecurity onto our clients, onto the people that we serve and think that they are thinking what we are thinking. And so if you're a perfectionist, you could, with what I said earlier, be like, well, they do want to have someone who's perfect because in your mind, you think you need to be perfect. So you're thinking they want you to be perfect. But um, if, if that is the case, if that is the case, one, they aren't the clients for you, Right. You you do not have to bend and twist to be uh, acceptable and palatable to everyone, right? This is part of the belief things that we, these are part of the belief things that come up in business um, that, you know, I say this all the time in this podcast, every single one of our relationships are a healer, including your relationship with your business. Your relationship with your business and your clients are mirrors as well. There's no relationship in your life that you do not have an opportunity to show up differently and that you do not bring who you are and how you feel about yourself, which is why it's so important that our self-belief and our self-compassion and our confidence and our insecurities has to be top of mind because otherwise that stuff is going to eke into every single domain and area of our life. But um, going back to the people pleasing, you know, needing everybody to like you, um, you don't, everybody in the world does not need to be your client. There is enough people, there's enough healers, there's enough variety, there's enough different personalities where your people are for you. And so if someone watches you or listens to you or has a consultation with you or goes to your website or whatever, and they're like, oh, I really, I'm really not feeling her. That has nothing to do with you. It just means that she's, she, him, they are not the right fit for you. But I'm going to tell you one more other little secret (laughs) when it comes to, I mean, we'll probably go over this a little bit more in the future, but I'll just say this now. Let's say you are a healer um, in whatever capacity, coach, therapist, caseworker, whatever, um, a spiritual teacher, spiritual leader, and you have a heart for perfectionists because you know what it feels like to... Um, to feel less than and to feel like you can never be enough, even when everything around you seems like it's supposedly clicking. Um, so you want to help other perfectionists not feel that shame. So you think that you have to be perfect to appeal to perfectionists. But y'all, perfectionists, perfectionists that are ready to heal are are tired. <laughs> they're tired. They're in pain. They are stressed. DF out. <laughs> they... And they are tired of holding it up. They're tired of this mantle. They are ready. They're ready for something to be different. And so the way that you appeal to a perfectionist client is not to talk about if you work with me, you'll be truly perfect. But 
if you work with me, you will learn how to practice that self-compassion, that grace, honoring your humanity, um, and still being able to show up for yourself without giving up. You know, that's, that's how you talk to, that's how you minister to someone who's a perfectionist. And for you to get there, you have to know that for yourself too, or at least be in process of knowing that. And the last thing I'll say about this, about this belief that you have to be perfect is, um, I've said this before as well, the healing is going to be a lifetime process, y'all. You are going, whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, you are going to master it. If you're doing the work and you're working with people who are there um, and know how to help you and support you, you're going you're going to heal from whatever this this level is right and you're going to feel the benefits and the freedom and the openness and and the the expansion of what it feels like to no longer have this monkey on your back and then with those new open eyes and new self-awareness you're going to discover another area of your life right and so life is all about growth it's about learning. It's about discovery, you know, and you're going to continue to be on a journey of discovery forever. And so that means if for you to make it, quote unquote, means that you have no place else to dig, I would worry about that because that might mean you're an ego. It might mean that you are someone who it may be offending a whole bunch of people because you think you're perfect and um, your poop don't stink. And that's just, we all, in our even in our best moments, as we learn to connect with people and love people, um, we we get to learn through syn- moments of synergy, and we also get to learn through moments of miscommunication. We get to learn through moments of um, serendipity, and we get to learn through moments of um, happenstance, like bad, <laughs> bad, bad connections and um, misconnections. I should say, you know, and so it's all towards is all towards helping us become better at who we are and what we do especially if you're a healer a healer and it'll, it'll just be something that you continue to hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. 
Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Attention to all my proud plant parents. It is time to give all of your plant babies the best nutrition you can, starting from the bottom up. And that starts with the best soil to help them grow happy, nourished, and strong. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that is approved for organic growing and has been sourced from ocean waters and farms for over 28 years. With a full range of products that support every garden and lawn, Coast of Maine products are made to restore roots to the natural world. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, by adding Coast of Maine products, it will help regenerate the healthy microbes in your soil and set you up for gardening success. And if you have a vegetable garden, not only do you benefit via an abundant harvest, but find that there is less need to maintain and feed throughout your season. Coast of Maine continually perfects the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and place that aspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. The products are carried by tons of local retail partners who can provide advice and insight that is not found in the big box stores. Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community for gardeners everywhere, which is why I love how they make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. So let's get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Com. Learn and add to your bag of expertise, your personal bag of expertise to help the people that you serve. Okay, so that is number one. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. So to help people heal, you don't have to be perfect. But number two is if you are someone who is a healing professional and you are building a business, want to build a business, already started your business, I want to share with you that If there's any type of procrastination going on with you, if there's any type of wait, okay, let me get all this stuff together and let me just finish this last certification and let me, you know, get my website up and let me finish this whatever, girl, the right time to start is not when all that stuff is down, done, done, is now. Now is the right time to start. All of that, let me get all this stuff together is procrastination. It's very fancy procrastination. 
Um, you will always be building. There will always be something to improve. There will always be something to nitpick and to alter. And thank goodness you have the life of your business to get that together. But to, to do that, first, you got to have a business. And that means you have to show up and share who you are, share that you're ready to work, share that you're ready to help, share that you're available. And, and the thing is, the longer you wait and the more you go back to, I mean, this is definitely connected to number one, my, my business setup, everything that I do, everything that I am, I have to be perfect before I can help other people, right? Before I make this official. And the longer you wait, the more people are suffering. The longer you wait to get things together, the more people are passing you by and really needing the way that you can show up, needing your message the way that you will deliver it, needing your tools the way that only you can administer it, needing the understanding that you have from your life experience. And the longer you wait, the more people are suffering. And I know that you are in this field and you or you want to be in this field. And I know you have this heart because you want to see people get better. And now the time for that is now. Now, hear me say, please hear the nuance in this. If you are in medical school and you're not done with medical school and what you feel called to do is to perform surgery, please don't become, you know, who's the guy on Netflix, Dirty John? Like, please don't become who, like someone slicing people up just because you feel called to. I'm not, I'm not trying to enable... Um, criminal activities and people who are going to hurt other people. But I'm saying if you have already been helping people, if you know you have a gifting, if you know that you have already been um, helped transformations in other people in addition to yourself, then girl, now now's the time. Now's the time to move forward. One thing that I heard a long time ago, it was, it was through two business podcasts. So it was... Amy Porterfield, who's, you know, kind of known for helping people like get their email list and all this stuff caught up. Um, she's, um, she's one of the big names in this space. Well, depending on what corner the internet is on, you're on. Cause you know, sometimes I hear people like, Oh, they're amazing. I'm like, I've never heard of them. So in the corner of the internet that I started building a business, Amy Porterfield is, was a, a big deal. And so she said on her podcast one time, she was interviewing a life coach named Brooke Castillo, who is also kind of a big deal on my and my corner of the internet. Um, she has a, a podcast called the Life Coach Podcast or Life Coach School Podcast, whatever. So Brooke Castillo is Amy Porterfield's life coach. And so they had had some type of session or Brooke had said something sometime that, you know, her population that she talks to are a whole lot of perfectionists. And so uh, she said to Amy or to her clients at one time when she teaches to not shoot for A plus work, but to shoot for B minus work. Because she said exactly what I'm talking about right now, people will, we will, perfectionists will keep trying to dot all the I's and, you know, cross all the T's and get everything all lined up perfectly and set and presented and da, 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 da. And you put so much effort into this thing 
to where you're you're fawning on it so much that it's never good enough. So you never you never actually launch it. You never actually share it. You never actually show up because it's never going to be good enough. Or you get it right to where you want it to be. And you you put it out into the world and you put because you put all this energy and time and everything into it because you don't have a, uh, you know, landslide of people coming to sign up and like be there for for you and, and they're ready to, to join. You can start to feel some self-rejection and you can start to feel some self-abandonment. Why? Because on both ends, whether or not you launch it or you don't launch it, it is all f- fueled through insecurity and needing to be enough, right? To, to prove your worth. And um, this imagined level of, of expertise that whatever this presentation is has to show up um, to prove that you're good enough, right? So if the insecurity is that you're not enough, you never launch it because you don't feel enough. And then if you launch it and it's crickets because it takes a while to build a business, um, it takes a while to build uh, uh, customer loyalty and people who are interested and you spend so much time building the back end that you never really built the front end. And so they don't really know what it is. You interpret it as, well, see, I guess, I guess I'm not good enough. And I guess, see, this didn't work. And I'll put all this effort into it. No, girl, you were focused on the wrong thing. You're focused on the wrong thing. People need to see you and they need to have access to the, to your services and you need to you need to be building the actual business and everything else around it is fluff, okay? Um, there are so many people, again, on my corner of the internet that have so many ways that they have built businesses and, you know, and they start off trading emails and then they, then they graduate to a scheduling software and then they graduate to a landing page and a checkout page that's not just PayPal. And then they graduate, you know, for some of us, we will have the funds and access to start off with a bang. And for some of us, we are going to start off with meager beginnings. And that's okay. It's okay because you're starting, right? It's only a problem if you think it's a problem. It's only a problem if you're, you're the number of followers you have is only a problem if you are coming from a lack mindset. And if you're like, well, I, I can only build a business if I have 10,000 people following me here and a million following me on TikTok. There are people there are people who have so many followers and they are not really making any money. And there are people I know I know people in real life. I directly know them. I haven't heard of them, but I know them. They have they have like this one person, she has like 200. Maybe she has 300 now, but she has 200 followers on Instagram and this woman makes multiple six figures a year. Like how? You know, like it's just it really is your mindset and whether or not you are showing up and showing up for people, right? So that all leads to the third one that I want you to keep in mind as a healer, um, which is connected also to lack and abundance and mindset, um, connected to our beliefs, right? The third thing that I want you to know, to keep in mind, and to remember if you are a healing professional in whatever discipline, and you are building your business platform, ministry, whatever, to help other people and transform their lives, is I want you to know and hold in your heart that one is enough. One person is enough. Some people start their healing business or practice saying, you know what, if I just help one person in the world, then that's enough for me. And they truly mean that. 
they truly mean it in the depth of their heart. And there are some some others of us who say, if I just help one person, that would be enough. And we mean that, but it better not be one person for too long. <laughs> like if, if there is not enough movement in the time manner that we want to, we can start to, feel, start to feel discouraged. We can start to feel resentful. Like how dare these people not want what I'm here to give them. Like I'm here to help and transform lives. They should be so lucky. And, you know, this is why, you know, if you have any type of internalized racism towards us as black people, this is why I don't help black people. If you're, if their population is black people, because black people don't, you know, appreciate anything. We start to spew all this bullshit that white supremacy has told us our whole life over who black people is, you know, like it's, or wild and then we and then also there could be those of us who will never fix our mouth to say if I can just help one person enough like is is enough you're like no I've meant to be a star and I want to have a big global platform and that's what I'm here for and so all of that no no matter there's no judgment and there's no morality attached to whether or not you feel called towards a smaller platform or a larger platform, or if you're someone who's called to a smaller one who grows into a bigger one, you know, like it's, it's just where life takes you. So there's no judgment or morality attached to that. However, and you building this business, I need you and I want you to, I want you to keep in mind that one person is enough, is enough in the fact that that life, you change one woman's life, you change seven generations forward. And you change seven generations back. If you change one woman's life, you're changing seven generations going forward and seven generations back. You are changing her lives, the lives of the people around her because of how she's going to show up, because of how she's going to feel her confidence levels. Some people are going to pull back and learn from their stuff. Some people are going to be encouraged to change and grow. Uh, Whether or not they are a biological mother or a mother in a community or a mentor or a sister, their siblings, their students, their co-workers, uh, their grandparents, like everybody is going to be touched by this life that you change. And if one mindset and one set of beliefs that's so important for us to to have front and center is to make sure that we are not operating from a lack mindset versus an abundance mindset. A lack and scarcity mindset will have you feeling that it's never enough. So so the number you had in your, have in your head about how many clients, about how many, how much money you want to make, about how big you want your platform to get. I mean, whatever metrics you're doing, um, how many stores that you want to build in, in the world, how many facilities you want to have, how many therapists you want to have under you. The number, there is no limit, right? Pull a mean girls. The, the, the limit does not exist because you're coming from a place where you're trying to fill a hole of you feeling like you have to have it all and you have to have it all now. And the more you have, the more proves that you are capable, that you've done a good job, that you're that you're an expert, that you are actually making change. And if you have that negative belief that you're not enough, this all goes comes back to us. If you have this negative belief that you are not enough, 
There's never going to be enough for you. And there's never going to be enough lives for you. There's never going to be enough, you know, positive five-star reviews on Google or Yelp for you. It's, it's never going to be enough. Your, your church, if you're a religious leader, it doesn't matter how many people are going to be in your women's ministry. It's never going to be enough because you don't feel enough, right? And so the way that we get grounded in an abundance mindset is to start practicing gratitude and start getting grounded, getting grounded in where we are present day. Um, getting grounded with the person in front of us, looking in their eyes and being here in the moment and actually feeling in our body, feeling in our soul, feeling feeling that deep connection. And I can just say that this is, has this has had to be something that I've had to learn. I've had to learn because of my own poverty trauma that has absolutely built a lack and a, and, um, a lack and scarcity mindset. Uh, I've learned this from my own trauma. Um, and not knowing how to be present in my body and always looking ahead from being a perfectionist, um, always look, moving to the next thing. And I've had to actively learn how to be present, grounded, and connect. Just because we do this work does not prohibit us from having to do the work. <laughs> we do the work for a living, but we also have to do the work for ourselves. There's a constant mirroring and reciprocal relationship that we have as healers and opportunities that we get in every single aspect of our business, every single aspect of what happens, who who comes into our room, um, whether or not it's a physical space that we work in or whether or not it's an electronic or digital space, it all teaches us and we all have opportunities to grow. And that's how we actually start to get more by practicing gratitude, by being grounded in the moment, by not being led by our insecurities, our fears and our traumas in our business and letting that make us make poor decisions or we're still making really great decisions, but we're not actually able to feel the impact of our success, right? And you don't want to look back and feel like you've missed a lot of moments. And if you if you if you're listening to me, you're like, man, that's absolutely been me. That's okay. Now you know. Now you have awareness. Now we can actually move forward. And that's exactly why um, I think it's so important to to talk about this here with healers, um, so that we can call that out, so that you can you can be aware of what may have been missing and why this is so hard. Like maybe it's not just the business part. Maybe it is the self belief part. Okay, so. I hope that these three, these three things for you to keep in mind has been helpful to you. These are the types of beliefs that we will be taking a deep dive into in the Healer Mastermind. Um, we're going to be looking at where this comes from. We're going to be talking about tools and how to cope with it, what to do, how to stay grounded, um, some other secret or um, unexpected beliefs and things that get in the way. Um, that we need to look at to move forward. And we're going to be doing all that while we are building our business, while we are building our platform or um, uh, tweaking it. For those of you who are listening, who already have a business and you are really attracted to what I'm talking about, I would love to have you. So we will be starting in January. We will start enrolling in December. And so if you want to get on the wait list to join me, it will be, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash mastermind and you can get on the wait list. Um, I will only be taking a few number of women, not that many, just to make sure that I can pay attention and support everybody who is in the platform and the program um, and to be teaching it with y'all. So I'm going to be teaching it live as well, which I'm really excited about. I'm excited about um, going through the Q&As and things with y'all live as well. So 
that is going to be awesome. So again, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash mastermind to join the waitlist. Or if you happen to listen to this when we are enrolling, I would love to have you as a part of our first cohort um, for our healers. So I'm so excited. For those of you who are listening to this and you're like, I am not a healing professional, but these are the things that I really want to work on now. The recovery school is the next step for you. So um, the self-healing, self-discovery track is open for enrollment. You can go ahead and join, get started, uh, join the community. And if you join now, you can actually join for the last two months that I'm having the weekly coaching calls, the weekly live coaching calls. So that is an included benefit that you get if you join before the end of 2023. I'll be doing those coaching calls through... Yeah, through the holidays um, on Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. CST. So, so yeah, would love to have you. If you would like to join the recovery school, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash program. Um, it is also available from the main page, blackgirlsheal.org. Uh, the work with us tab at the in the top menu will bring you to will bring you to the pages for either one of those. And I have been looking at the links, making sure that they are checked making sure that they are working y'all so i'm hoping that the universe does not have me looking (laughs) looking crazy because i promise i promise y'all i promise i you can't see me but i'm peaky swearing you and i'm knocking like i i promise i check these links two three four times i know i do so i have no idea what happens between me checking them and sometimes the, the link not going through but, you know, self-acceptance. What, what can I say? All right. So that's it for this episode. I will see you in our main Black Girl Tale episode later this week. And if you're listening to the archive, if you're binging, I hope you're enjoying what you're listening to. But that's it for now. I'm sending you all so much love and I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.